1: Yeah, I think you have to go about about it as you just need to get better each and every week. Uh, and I think you have to have that same mentality after a win as you have after a loss is that you're trying to go out there to get better. Uh, and so we obviously, after back-to-back losses, we're, we're not happy with how we've performed the last few weeks, but we know we have a short week against another opponent and we still have everything. We can still control our own destiny as far as our division and, and trying to win the AFC West and do those different things. And so this is an important game this week. I mean, we're playing Denver at Denver. Uh, they've won, I think, two in a row, so that they're kind of playing really good football right now and so for us we have to make sure that we have our 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 game plan down and we can really execute at a high level in a a hostile environment welcome to the fantasy football diagnostics podcast where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football whether it's season-long leagues dynasty dfs or even idp we got you covered all season long welcome to the fantasy football diagnostics podcast this is episode 24 once again i'm john june I got my guy Greg Peniman. Yep. Greg, what's up, man?
0: What's going on? You know, week seven, about to get it going. You know, uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of things going on, but some good news going on. So uh, let's get right to it.
1: Greg, I thought you was gonna get excited about the Kobe episode, bro. Oh uh, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah,
0: Kobe episode.
1: Yeah, episode twenty four, man. Oh
0: oh oh. Well, we could have started with eight two. So you know, cool. I, yeah, I missed that opportunity as well. Kobe owns a lot of numbers, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait till maybe like. get to uh all right
1: it's all good well anyway (laughs) we'll jump right speaking of kobe we'll go back to his 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 stopping grounds la as a as some some waves were made yesterday as the la rams traded away um marcus peters to the baltimore ravens in exchange for linebacker kenny young um and then they also they put a key on ir So then this probably led a lot of people to wonder what the heck the Rams were going to do at corner. Um, But then we all found out quickly as the Rams uh, traded for Jacksonville Jaguars disgruntled cornerback Jalen Ramsey. Uh, They gave up two first round picks, uh, one in 2020, one in 2021, as well as a a fifth rounder. Greg, what would you make of this this blockbuster trade that happened yesterday?
0: Uh, Yeah, we were talking about today the Rams are going for it. Uh, They've been going for it since last year. Uh, they are basically giving up all the assets they have for like the next um, couple years, <clears throat> going for the Super Bowl. Uh, they made it last year, but uh, we'll see how it goes this year. It's definitely an improvement though for their cornerback. You could arguably say they have the best position at cornerback and and D line, so uh, it's gonna be interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean the the problem is though that the the, the second corner has been pretty bad as well too. I don't even, I don't really know who who it was, but um, that the play hasn't been great on that side of the ball either, or that side of the field either so hopefully jalen ramsey can um can can make an impact for the secondary as you alluded to the d line this it's a phenomenal defensive line led by aaron donald so maybe combine that with them with the man-to-man cover skills of jalen ramsey um and and you know you could this this la rams defense could could make some noise um it's just funny how they got him in time just to match up with julio jones so We'll, we'll we'll get to see that one right away. Um, but but going forward, the so, sounds like the Giants have have gotten some some uh, some well needed help back in the uh, to the practice field is running back Saquon Barkley, tight end Evan Ingram, uh, as well as Sterling Shepard returned to the returned to practice today. Sterling Shepard being limited, but Saquon and Evan Ingram, the 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 big news here, both of those players were full. Full participates in practice today. So Greg, uh, as our as our resident Giants fan and and also um, Evan Ingram owner and uh, just you know all the Giants, Giants fantasy Giants, owners Giants. or the, the, all the fantasy owners out there with Saquon Barkley on their fantasy teams. Uh, what what do you make of this news?
0: Yeah, this is this is great news for sure. Um, both of them are practicing fully. Good chance both of them play this Sunday, and in a very juicy matchup against the Cardinals. We know how we attack the Cardinals defense, especially for Evan Ingram. Expect the tight end one performance from him, and expect a top end RB one performance with Saquon in a possible shootout this weekend.
1: Yeah, they got a matchup with the Arizona Cardinals, and as we said all year, we want to target this Arizona Cardinals defense, and and um, especially when you get players coming back like Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram, um, that definitely uh, are two players I want to I want to uh, plug into in my lineups in this matchup right here. Um, moving forward, some some players not practicing or you know dealing with some injuries of their own. Uh Amari Cooper wide receiver uh, for the Dallas Cowboys um he has a quad that he's dealing with. I believe he's also dealing with an ankle. Uh he was not practicing and it seems like he's he's listed as doubtful. Is that correct, Greg?
0: Yeah, it looks like he's uh trending on not playing this weekend. Um we'll keep a status on him going forward, but uh yeah, it would be kind of a big blow for him as well as Randall Cobb for the for the Dallas Cowboys. So maybe Devin Smith is back on the radar. Definitely, Michael Gallup is one, but Devin Smith has a, a dark play maybe this week.
1: Yeah, I, it's just interesting because Devin Smith didn't—he didn't really get much burn um, on against the Jets on Sunday. It was a lot of—I don't even think he was active actually. It was—it was a lot of Cedric Wilson, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Tavon Austin actually as well. So um, Tavon Austin actually is intriguing. He was involved um, in a lot of the underneath the underneath stuff. Um, you know, work in the short, the short area of the field. And, you know, we all, we all know how explosive he is as an athlete. So that's somebody that has some intrigue to me. Um, somebody who we all know is explosive, explosive, alluded to the matchup before, Julio Jones. Um, he's he's limited with a hip. Um, is this something that fantasy owners need to be concerned about?
0: Uh, Julio's been built down dealing with injuries his whole career. So I think limited doesn't really mean anything for me as when well, I see that for Julio. I uh, more important if he's there on uh, sunday which he, he i think he will be
1: and then uh devonte adams any any update on his his turf toe
0: yeah there hasn't been really much word yet but um i'm not liking that he's still not in practice yet so maybe that's not a good sign for his outlook going forward um but all these package receivers are banged up right now so it'll be hard to figure out you know who who you wanna uh one start at the end, but if uh, one of these guys or two of these guys are banged up, you already mentioned it before. Uh, Lizard, uh, I think you mentioned him. Lazard. Yeah, Lazard. Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, I mentioned I mentioned them off air. We didn't mention them on the last episode. Um, on on unlike previous episodes of the pod, this one, the uh, Monday night game wasn't over uh, before we before we got a chance to do our show. So we didn't get a chance to talk about Allen Lazard. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he's, he's the guy I think was be would be intriguing in this, in this, uh, in this scenario, if, the, if these Packers receivers were to miss significant time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, he was, he played well in that time where, you know, went after MBS and Geronimo was hurt, got a touchdown. Um, so yeah, keeping on him for sure.
1: Yeah. I just also like the fact that Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, they went, he went right back to him on that very same play um, after the defender, you know, broke up the pass and, and, um, you know, just shows the trust that Aaron Rodgers has in him. And then he was – Aaron Rodgers also had some positive things to say about him after the game as well. So um, we know when Aaron Rodgers – typically when Aaron Rodgers has trust in a guy, uh, typically that uh, tends to go Aaron Rodgers' way. Um, And then John Brown, someone who I know I I was excited about potentially – Playing in a matchup against Miami this weekend. Yeah, Jerry Uh Looks like, yeah, looks like he's limited with a groin.
0: Yeah, he's limited with the groin. Um, again, got to keep an eye on this. Uh, he, we don't really know which way he's trending. If he's doubtful or if he's gonna be like a game time decision. But uh, it doesn't. You know, you're never excited when you hear see a groin injury. Um, because that's a it could be a nagging injury.
1: No, most definitely that's not that's not something that you want to see. Um, and then someone who has a nagging injury, uh, Tyra Williams, it seems like John Gruden said that he has a plantar fascia issue, Yeah, um, and he's he still isn't practicing.
0: Yeah, he's still not practicing. Uh, that's definitely not good for Tyra Williams owners. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be an injury that he's going to have to do all season long. He's already missed the game uh, after a very good start. Um, if you sold to him like we did, actually, we got James White for him uh, before he started getting these injuries, so... Uh, good for you, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough going forward. Definitely, uh, I was just having. If you have an IR spot, just stash them there for now. But uh, uh, it might be a couple more weeks.
1: And then seems like Sammy Watkins is gonna. He's he's listed as out for this game actually for, with the hamstring. So, oh yeah, uh, what'd you make of that one, Greg?
0: Yeah, he's out. Uh, just opens the door for you know one of those three wide receivers that we've been talking about all year for the Chiefs. You know, Tyreek Hill's back, so he's locked in. But who's going to be that second pass catcher, you know, besides Travis Kelsey, to step up for the Chiefs?
1: And then Hollywood, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Ravens wide receiver, uh, still not practicing with this ankle injury?
0: Yeah, that's uh, definitely not good. He's already missed a game from this. Um, still not practicing. So, yeah, uh, keeping an eye on that. He After a hot start, he's slowed down a little bit too. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, Tough for him to get back in, into that fantasy relevance.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting what to see what they what they do with their first round wide receiver because uh, the Ravens have the bye next week, week eight, so they could very easily uh, you know sit him out this weekend and, and you know um, try to try to get him some extra rest with the with the bye coming up. But then there's also the possibility that this is a pretty good. You know, Seattle team, uh, led by Russell Wilson, and and you're gonna need to uh, have all hands on deck if you if you're gonna want to keep pace with him. So um, maybe they hold him out and 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 uh, play him, but it's something that we'll have to definitely monitor throughout the week. Uh, see if he at least gets a limited practice in before Thursday or Friday.
0: Yeah, you want to definitely want to see that, because um, yeah, they're definitely gonna need him for. The Seattle game. Seattle's rolling right now.
1: Yeah, um, and then Todd Gurley—he uh, seemed like he was uh, going through a limited practice today. But his teammate Malcolm Brown seemed to have, have missed practice today with an, with an ankle. So, what do we make of what, what do we make of these two uh, players and their their participation in practice?
0: Yeah, McVay said he was doing some individual work on the side. Um, you know, we, you know, we, it's hard for us for like to trust. McVeigh with Todd Gurley status so you have to take it for what it is right now um I would just keep an eye on if Todd Gurley's limited or if I have a full participant but at least he's trending up uh Malcolm Brown yeah he's dinged up a little bit but that means you know that puts Daryl Henderson on the on the radar uh for the next man to step up if into that number two role um but I think Todd Gurley's trending up to where he can play this Sunday
1: yeah, we'll have to see what Todd Gurley. Going to definitely have to monitor that situation. Um, Daryl Henderson, if he at at all gets an opportunity to play, that would be that would be very interesting. Um he'd be somebody that would be stashing at this point. Uh you know, he was handpicked by this regime, drafted in the third round. Um and we've already seen, you know, his explosiveness and, and what he's able to do as a as a as a ball carrier and a pass catcher. So um it'd be definitely interesting to watch to see what his role is like going forward and if he's if he's more involved in this offense. But he'd be someone that I would definitely be interested in, in stashing at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seems like we got some, some trusted attraction on the docket. So it seems like the saints have signed running back Zach Zenner. So Greg, how does this impact Alvin Kamara? And do you trust that, um, he'll be available to fantasy owners this weekend?
0: So I, I, I definitely trust this rule, this, uh, news, um, the saints, they're a smart team. They always have contingency plans. They always make the right move as you know, they had, they had Teddy. They were ready for situations where Juvies went down, um, I'm kinda nervous for kamar if they're gonna break broad in another running back for depth um that means you know they might limit kamar's snaps a little bit more because, uh, you know the the is coming up uh and they you know they wanna push him too much uh before Drew Brees come back and get him for that that final stretch of the season so uh i'm 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 kinda nervous uh definitely um with this signing i trust this
1: yeah so i yeah i'm gonna have to agree with that too man um I, it's just it's tough because I think they also they also took a look at a, a pass catching running back if I'm not mistaken they worked out um, Theo Riddick was it or somebody with with a similar profile okay profile yeah, I'm, I'm not to really that sure. um, I'm gonna see if I could find it really quick yeah they worked out Travers Cadet okay. who had been with the Saints previously as a as a third down back and um, kick returner kind of kind of player mm. so uh that when I saw that along with the fact that I signed Zach Zenner, that um made me question whether Alvin Kamara would be available this weekend so um yeah that's that's gonna be tough man that's gonna be tough um something definitely we'll definitely have to monitor uh you know this week and going forward. Yeah, because you, uh, you know, like you said, the bye week is coming up, and, yeah. and they're they're going to get Drew Brees back. So you don't you don't want to lose Alvin Kamara at the same time you're getting Drew Brees. You know,
0: right, right. If you're the Alvin Kamara owner, go get Al- Al- Latavius Murray if you don't have him. I'm in the process of getting it. i might have to over over for that, but you you have to secure that and hack up for Kamara at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will be curious to see how this backfield, what this backfield looks like, though, because you know, I don't know. But see, what's this offense? You know, is this offense going to continue? To, because Latavius Murray is not Alvin Kamara.
0: No, not even close.
1: He's he's not. You know he, he can he can run the ball and he's a, he's a, he's a good enough runner when you give him space. But, um, you know he's the things that Alvin Kamara does in in, in space and in the pass game. Latavius Murray is not going to be able to replicate that. So, um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if you know if they do bring in another back like like a Tavarius Cadet to kind of take that workload away um but next up we've got AJ Green he's been listed as day-to-day obviously he, you know he's got some limited limited work done the last few weeks doing some individual work and and, and whatnot um, so the question here is will AJ Green be back by week 10 for fantasy owners
0: um so yeah I was seeing the day-to-day I was thinking to myself do I trust this you know if is AJ Green gonna force himself back any earlier than he needs to I'm 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 a, a, a trash this. I think he's you no. Know, he's gonna take his time. I don't think he'll be back. It's week seven now. Uh, I I doubt he's back by by week ten. Uh, I think.
1: All right. So I'm gonna trust this mm-hmm. that he's back by week ten. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm gonna go with, but he won't be in a Bengals uniform.
0: Ooh! Oh man! Hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Yo! No.
1: The, the reason the reason I say this is because um AJ Green is in the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. Um he's watched Julio Jones get paid now. He's watched Tyreek Hill get paid. He's watched Antonio Brown get paid over and over and over again. Um <laughs> and he's been losing with the Bengals, right? Right. And he, you know, injured the last few years, injured this year and he doesn't have a contract. So a lot of the stuff that you know, I've been reading. Is that AJ Green doesn't really he doesn't feel comfortable playing, even if he's if he's not a hundred percent, unless he has unless he has a contract. And the you know AJ Green trade rumors were you know flying around all all last year, mm-hmm. you know, and potentially this off season. But um, you know now he's he he got hurt, so that's not going to happen. So you know, my thinking is maybe he 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 plays a game for the Bengals showcase that he's healthy and then you know the Bengals ship him off cuz Mike Brown one thing we know about uh, Cincinnati Bengals owner Mike Brown is he's cheap uh, he's not going to pay uh, top dollar especially for a 30 year old wide receiver um he's not going to do it i don't i don't believe that he'll do it so yeah that's that's my hot take for the for yeah the, for I, li- the... I like
0: that it's, it's it makes sense so yeah, i hope it happens i would like to see Adrian Green you know Doing well, you know, being relevant because he's a great receiver. He's ar- arguably when he's up high, he's a top five guy. So
1: I just hope it's not to the Pats. Oh, I just yeah, really it hope works. it's not yeah. to the, because yeah. the Pats are definitely the Pats are looking for you already Wilson ruined right it. Now. You
0: already you already talked about it, so now it's over. Now it's, he's going to the Pats. This is yeah. how this is how AB happened.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh man. All right, all right. Well, that's that's all we got for Trusted or Trasher tonight. So let's move forward to this this Thursday night game. So we've got the. Four and two Kansas City I know, two Chiefs. Straight, Patty. Oh, two straight losses traveling to Denver to take on the two and four Denver Broncos coming off two straight wins. Uh this is a forty eight and a half point over under. The Kansas City Chiefs are three point favorites. Greg, what do you got?
0: Ah uh, man, I just it's hard for me <laughs> to see the Chiefs losing three straight games. So I I I just have to I have to go with the Chiefs in this game uh versus the spread it's three so uh it's, i think it's still gonna be close but i think the chiefs uh win by you know four or five points um i don't think it's a field goal game i think they cover the spread as well uh and you you're talking about, it's a very low under over for pat mahomes and the, and the chiefs uh so I'm, I'm gonna take the over in this game denver's defense has been playing very well of late the, um you know getting the sack number getting all those uh game pressure so um but I'm gonna still take the over in this game. I think them scoring and then Joe Flacco having being forced to score as well.
1: Oof, man! I, you you like you started out? You were like, ah, it's so hard for me to pick against the Chiefs, seeing them lose three straight. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought you were gonna do it, cause that's what <laughs> I'm doing. I'm picking against the Chiefs, Ooh. bro. I'm sorry. I'm taking the under here. I'm taking the Broncos against the spread. I'm taking the Broncos to win. This Broncos defense, it started out the... I Remember I've been saying all year, I started out saying, yo, Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio. Everywhere he goes, he builds good defenses. And to start the year, we didn't see that. To start the year, this defense hadn't had a sack. Well, guess what? They had seven last week. This was a... This was Without Bradley top, Chubb, too. With, Crazy. Without Bradley Chubb, right? This run defense in... in, in uh, The first three weeks of the season you could do whatever you want to this run defense the last the last three weeks you can't do anything against this rush defense so this is a completely different team um and that's one of the things we have to we have to remember as fantasy owners is we can't look at the season you know we see that um you know this team is uh you know the best against wide receivers or this team is the worst against wide receivers but um, we, we have to look at the season in, in kind of pockets and, and, and look at the trends for a three- or a four-week period or maybe even a two-week period um, so we can see what – because, you know, coaches – these coaches get paid. These players get paid. They make adjustments. They change stuff up. They don't want to keep losing games. So this Denver Broncos team is much better than it was to start the year. And uh, this this K- this Kansas City team is banged up. Um, Pat Mahomes is banged up. Uh, his, he's got He doesn't have his left tackle – Chris Jones, they're missing Chris Jones in the middle of their defense. And you look at this Denver Broncos offense; they like they they run the ball. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm take I got to take the Broncos on this one, man.
0: Yeah, I feel it. If if the Denver Broncos are going to win, yeah, they're going to have to run the ball because the Chiefs are bottom ten in fantasy against running backs. Um, Lindsey uh, Philip Lindsay has been a great RB two for you this season uh, with some RB one upside. So uh, him and and Royce, you know, with the, all these bye weeks going on. Um, the, the, no CMC, no bucks backfield, you know, no Nick Chubb and stuff. Royce might be a serviceable flex option as well in this game.
1: Well, the thing about Royce is Royce has actually been, he's been solid. I mean, he's currently the running back 26. Right. Um, you know, he's had, uh, two, two top 24 weeks, one last week against Tennessee and one in week two against Chicago, uh, where he finishes the RB 18. So he's been solid, but you look at the difference between him and Philip Lindsay. The split is pretty much the same. The difference is Philip Lindsay has these touchdowns, right? And that's that's what's making him currently the RB twelve. Um, but if if you give Royce Freeman some of this these touch this touchdown production, um, then you know he could be he could easily be a top a top fifteen back in terms of fantasy. So uh, I would expect that to change tomorrow because as we talked about, you said this is a, a bottom five. Uh, rush defense in terms of fantasy points given up to the position this is a this is the worst rush defense in football so um you know i just i don't see how that's going to how that's going to change tomorrow on a short week
0: yeah for sure I, I'll, I'll definitely like both of these running backs in this game um and yeah they're going to expose this for sure
1: no most most definitely but what about the other side you know what about this chiefs running back situation uh, which one of these running backs can we trust?
0: Um, yeah, it's it's, it's tough. I you know, Damien Williams and Shady, I think if I had to, you know, put money on it, those are the, the two that I would uh, you know, be able to be confident in starting. Um I think both are I think Shady's more of a flex option. Damien Williams is a, a low R B two option. Um but yeah, it is it's it's tough to to really uh I don't think Daryl Williams is as important. He, he he's still involved in the offense. He's still getting touches. Daryl
1: Williams is a stash for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't see him being a start at this point. Just Shady and and Damien.
1: Yeah, I mean for me, I, I I would stat. I would continue to stash Daryl Williams just because, you know, if anything happens to either one of these running backs, um, then the situation kind of just it, it clears up a little bit because it goes from three guys to two guys. Um, and you know we saw we saw that kind of uh, kind of it was easy to kind of play itself out when when Damian Williams was out. Um but in terms of who I want to start this week, I think you know you, you think you hit it right right on the head. Uh Damian Williams he would be in RB2 conversation. Um and then Shady McCoy would be in the flex conversation. But this is weird though cuz Shady McCoy still led the backfield in, in carries last week. Mm. Um so it's 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 just it's tough to try to figure out what they're doing because, you know, Damien Williams came back from injury and it seems like he was getting every touch, you know, so, you know, you can't cut bait on either one of these guys and I think you start them um, just because they're attached to this offense. Um, so, you know, the upside with these guys, the ceiling is always going to be high and so you don't want to, you don't want to um, put, you know, have that on your bench. But when we say, again, when we say Shady's a fl- in flex conversation or Damian Williams is in a flex conversation, remember Thursday night, these guys don't go in your flex. You have to declare which spot you're putting them in, Run it, whether a running back, a wide receiver, tight end, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, keep these guys out of your flex so you maintain your flexibility throughout Sunday yep, yep. or even Monday. Um and then I guess what's your key matchup for this for this game, Greg? Uh,
0: yeah, you, you talk about uh, that that Denver defense, this Denver line, seven sacks last game. I uh, know their their game plan is to attack this O line of the the of the Chiefs. They want to get to Mahomes. They want to test that ankle, get him on the pocket, get him on in space, make him you know make plays. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be key because Pat Mahomes, you know, in some plays didn't look right. It got banged up again. Uh, all it takes is one you know one roll for him to just get a, you know, fall down real quick um, for him to, you know, re-aggravate that ankle. So, uh, and it could take him out the game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough because, you know, it's it's a short week. You know, they just played on Sunday. They're playing again on Thursday. Um, and, you know, it's it's one thing. Uh, you know, I'm sure, Greg, you, as a basketball player, I'm sure you've rolled your ankle, you know, a few times. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing during, during that one game, to play and you feel all right but after you know you feel sore and you know a couple of days later maybe the next day you know you, you you may not have it the way you did the day before um and you know granted Pat Pat Mahomes professional athlete these guys get you know top of the line training but you know it's still um a, a you know the sport is still, it's still a rigorous sport and the way Pat Mahomes plays you know he's rolling around all the time all the time uh running outside the pocket Last week he was, you know, three of 18 and had the lowest passer rating of his career outside the pocket, and I don't think that's a coincidence in terms of of his ankle injury. So, um, this is this is definitely something that that's scary. Um, you you look at Pat Mahomes and his actually his his performance on the season, um, and you know you you being the, the Pat Mahomes owner here in, in our league of extraordinary people, he's currently the QB five. Um, and that started out with, obviously, the first three weeks uh, finishing as QB5, QB1, QB3. But the last three weeks, QB11, QB12, and QB11. So, um, you know, I this, this ankle injury definitely, to me, I mean, obviously, the Detroit pass defense had a lot to do with that in week 11. But then that ankle um, in week 12 obviously happened in-game. I think that has a lot to do. With this, with these last two weeks, what do you think? Uh, what do you think in that, Greg?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, um, definitely a correlation to uh, the ankle. I think um, when he's you know not right, he still gives you QB1 performance, but not you know at that draft horse you wanted them. You you expect that QB a uh, top three QB performance every week. So uh, I think I think you know um, if the O line protects him, if he gets time, uh, he'll be all right he'll be, you know, giving you what you need, but uh if he gets rolled on again, it might be tough to see him hobbling around and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 tough cuz he's such a great player and you want to see him at full strength and he's he's trying everything he can, you know, to put the, put this team on his back, but you know, he can't can't do it all by himself. Um, you know, he, he's he's going to need help from this defense and he, you know, he's going to need help from from this offensive line to help protect him and keep him upright. Um, but <clears throat> was he, obviously we talked about Sammy Watkins being out, so who's gonna step up in his place uh, to potentially make some plays? Obviously we know Tyreek Hill, he's healthy. Um, you know, he, obviously we saw what he did uh, against the Houston Texans on Sunday. We're Not worried about him, but these other these other uh, Kansas City Chiefs pieces, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill being back. You know, we talked about before negatively impacts McCole Harvin the most. Um, if I had to start one of these guys, I think it would be Demarcus Robinson in this game um, for uh, just, yeah, him I think in place of Sammy would uh, be good for him on the outside. Um, so if I'm looking at one of those guys, it's probably Demarcus, then Byron Pringle, and then McCall Hartman last.
1: Yeah, I agree with that too. I think that Miko Hartman, he was definitely involved last week, but um, as we touched on la- uh, on the last episode, uh Tyreek Hill wasn't—he wasn't getting his full allotment of snaps, so obviously that, that had to go to Miko Hardman. I think Tyreek Hill gets his full allotment here, or something close to it, um, and the, you know that would obviously then negatively impact Miko Hardman here. Um, but anything, anything else from this game that we that we want to touch on before we get to the bold predictions, Greg? Uh,
0: Not—I think we wrapped it up. Uh, like Phillip and Royce for this game, and. Um... Yeah, I like I like the Marcus Robinson for this game.
1: Okay, yeah, um, I I do I agree with that too. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm if I'm if I'm missing anything. Um, ooh, what about what about uh, the the guy I usually uh, call about for my tight end stream? No offense. Does he have any intrigue in this matchup?
0: Um, the Chiefs are yeah they're not one of the one of the like not good teams against tight ends so the matchup is there. Uh, but I think. The pass catcher I'm looking at, uh, Corlin Sutton, especially, Mary Sanders is a little mm-hmm. banged up, but he should be expected to he's play. Gonna, he's gonna, yeah, go. he's gonna go.
1: He's gonna go. He's gonna be a full, he's a full participant. He's yeah, gonna say he's gonna go.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah, regardless, Colin Sutton has been playing very well this season, um, giving you strong RB, uh, wide receiver two uh, numbers. So uh, I, I I like him. It's against the Kansas City secondary has been horrible, but. Um, some of the pass catchers gonna step up, it's gonna be him.
1: Yeah, no, I like Cortland Sutton a lot this week as well. Um, all right, Greg, so let's get to your bold prediction, man. What is it?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Travis Kelsey. if You talk about those consistency ratings. Uh, Travis Kelsey's giving you, you know, borderline tight end one performances, but I, I'm looking for that tight end one elite tight end one performance this week. I think he finishes as a top three tight end. Definitely gets you a touchdown because um, that, you know, that would give him uh, that those big numbers. So uh, I'm looking for Travis Kelsey to dominate in this game
1: yeah I, I like that uh travis kelsey he's he's been a huge uh bounce back candidate. we've been talking about it as a potential buy low um you know and and obviously Tyreek hill being back this is a boost for this whole this whole chief's offense so that that would only help travis kelsey um so something i i know we we probably gotta talk about on here is that we match up with each other in the league of extraordinary people this week
0: we do that is a fact,
1: yeah so. This is a fact, <laughs> um, and and you got some Chiefs stock.
0: I do. I have Pat Mahomes, and I picked up their defense as well.
1: The Chiefs defense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my this is bold predictions, right? Uh, yeah. Both. Well, your bold prediction was that Denver win. I feel like two. No, 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 no. That's just that's just my pick. Oh, okay. Game. Okay. Here we,
0: here we go. Let's see.
1: So my bold prediction is the, uh, the the Denver Broncos. You have Chiefs defense, right? Yep. You have Pat Mahomes, right? I do. Okay, so Denver Broncos win this game forty one nothing. and uh Pat Mahomes throws three interceptions and mm-hmm. the uh Chiefs uh are shredded by Joe Flacco.
0: Just absolutely shredded. Joe Flacco shredded. goes back to his like, elite his elite days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> Joe MVP Flacco. Joe Flacco, yeah. Winning Ikea and whatnot. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see about that I doubt it alright
1: I doubt I <laughs> doubt that that happens but if it does and I'll, I somehow... I probably
0: won't be back on this podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. alright um but yeah no that's all we got for the Thursday night preview but once again guys thanks for listening and appreciate every single one of you please leave us a rate a follow review Apple iTunes Spotify Stitcher Google Play Wherever it is that you want to reach us, follow us on on Instagram and Twitter at FF Diagnostics. And as always, we are out.
0: Yeah. <laughs>